Let's start from the very beginning. A very good place to start. There's the preschool teacher coming out. When you read, yes. you begin with A, B, C. When you sing, you begin with Do, Re, Mi. 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 I'll stop now. Okay. Hey Liv, have you ever had that experience where you don't really want to do something, but your friends are doing it, and so you kind of want to do it? Of course, everyone has that. Well, that happened to me the other night at strongman class. Natalie was lifting a 160-pound stone, so of course I wanted to lift it. Cool, tell me about it. Well, I was able to do the 160. I felt pretty great about that. And then she was like, well, if you're just going to copy me and do everything I do, then I'm going to do 175. <laughs> so she picked up the 175. And then so guess what I did? You picked up the other 175? I did. <laughs> well, we only have one 175. So I picked up that 175. And I would never have even tried it if I hadn't had her go first. And that's kind of what I love about our strong women community is that I get to see other women doing really cool things, and then it makes me want to try it. Cool. Who are the other strong women? Well, we've got Natalie. She's 47 and a half. And we've got Lola. She's almost 50. And then we have Molly. She is 42. And the coolest thing is they're all competing at the national level in strong women. Cool. So we're going to talk to them and find out how they do it. Ready? Yeah. Welcome to the Valkyrie Garage with the masters, strong women of grassroots CrossFit. So <laughs> let's. Yeah. Um, you guys are totally the reason why I train strong women. So I want to <laughs> go around and just each of us like see who you are, how you've been, how long you've been training, how you got into this, and then we'll go around and talk about all the things. So let's start with Natalie. Who yes. are you, woman? <laughs> uh, it depends on uh, what outfit I'm wearing. <laughs> um, I am many, many people. Um, so I am a mom. I am a wife. I am a Waldorf kindergarten teacher. I wear an apron at work and I sing in a high uh, voice and take care of little people. And I also like to lift heavy things. That's a huge understatement. Okay, so talk a little bit about um, the heavy things you lift, and how old are you, and how long have you been into this lifting heavy things thing? Uh, let's see. I am 47 and a half years old. I started, um, I've been a, like, I always called myself athletic, but not an athlete, um, My really my whole life. Um, I've always been a runner, like a distance runner. And um, started doing CrossFit, mm, I'm going to say it's been four years ago, about four years ago, um, and felt like that, uh, I really enjoyed the strength aspect of it, which I did not know before. I had never picked up a barbell before, um, and really enjoyed that aspect of it and felt like that was plateauing a bit, and um, 
long story short, started doing Strongman about a year and a bit ago. And that, uh, that kind of took off in an unexpected, uh, rapid trajectory. Um, so yeah, <laughs> I'm totally, uh, totally sold on it though, as a method for increasing strength and just having fun. What about you, Lola? You're almost 50. You're a single mom. You're an artist. How'd you get into this? Um, I've been working out for years and I arrived at CrossFit. Um, I wanted to, I, I sort of grew apart from my preschool mom friends and they weren't into the things that I'm into, um, like working out. So I wanted to find uh, a new community and make new friends. So I went and checked out a few different CrossFits and felt most at home at uh, Grassroots. And I've been there, I think, about a year and a couple of months. And while I really enjoyed the nine o'clock class and it was super fun, I wanted to do more heavy lifting and sort of rework on parts of or my body. So I started working out with Patrick and the more that I started working out with Patrick and he began to challenge me a great deal. And often I would see Molly and Natalie um, at the, at the gym and I felt very inspired by them and thought hey they're doing this I want to do it too (laughs) so um, that's kind of how I arrived at strongman and I think I've been training for um, I think five months wow awesome and what what didn't you just do your first competition I just did Yes, and that was really exciting. And um, I've never been in a situation where people were, you know, cheering me on. So that was such a a huge adrenaline rush. And, um, you know, I, I came in third place masters, I, I don't need to go back and think about how many there were in our class, I just felt very excited to place. And that it has now given me opportunity to participate in nationals if, you know, I want to. And it looks like I'm on the path to do so. So, so cool. Yes. And now I've never considered myself an athlete. And I'm still kind of wrapping my head around that, but getting closer to saying I'm an athlete. Yeah, you are. You're an <laughs> athlete. If you're, going to, you're going to nationals. I think it's official by any yardstick you're an athlete thank you (laughs) okay how about you molly what's your story (laughs) well uh my story starts with you (laughs) erin um although when i was younger i did do i did like track and swimming and i was competitive in those like once i kind of hit puberty uh i basically bailed on anything athletic so um it took until I went to that boot camp class where where I met you with uh, Kelly yes. and yes. Mitri. And yeah, and that was, um, gosh, tw- 12, 
10, yeah. 12 years ago? Uh, 10, yeah, I think it was something 10 like years that. ago. 10 years, yeah. So, um, you know, I was doing that and, you know, it's like boot camp stuff and it, it just felt good. And then uh, I would run, you know, around the lake or something like Merritt. And, um, and then it stopped feeling challenging. I think the weights weren't particularly heavy at the time. And uh, I just wanted to try something else. And so, you know, another kind of CrossFit uh, convert. Um, I started doing CrossFit probably about 2011, I want to mm-hmm. say. Um, and then I was doing CrossFit for a while. I wanted to be competitive in CrossFit, but um, I'm not. <laughs> so just bottom line, I'm not. Um, <laughs> Uh, and I was like waiting and waiting until I turned 40. I'm 42 now. And I was just like, okay, when I turn 40, you know, I'm going to be competitive and CrossFit. And then, you know, I'm not the only one getting older. Right. <laughs> so everyone, you know, all the people I wasn't competitive with before are, I'm still not competitive <laughs> with them. So, um, <laughs> so then it was, uh, it was actually with, uh, with Natalie, um, she and I, we both did California's Strongest Woman last year. And uh, I don't know about you, Natalie, but I did it just because I've always wanted to do strongman. And like having Patrick at the gym was just like, cool, here's somebody who can show yeah. me how to do it. And then we had California's Strongest Woman, which was like so low key and whatever. And he encouraged us to do masters. And we got on the podium. And so, you know, the rest is history. Once you kind of get that opportunity, it, you know, for I think Natalie and me, it was like, and, and Lola now too, it's like, okay, well, let's see what this, what happens. Um, so, yeah, we, uh, it's really the first time in my life I've, uh, except for when I was young, uh, that I can call myself an athlete. And I, I really feel um, committed to this. Because like Natalie said, it's a way to get strong and have fun and the community is awesome. awesome. So, Okay, great. So I want to know from Natalie, how do you reconcile the two sides of yourself, your side that's tending to young children as a Waldorf teacher and your extreme badass persona in the gym where your nickname is Rage Butterfly? <laughs> well, thank you for outing me. <laughs> um, well, I, I mean, I guess I, you know, the same, um, the same determination that you have to have walking up to a heavy implement is the same determination that you have to have walking into a classroom. You have to know exactly how you want your day to go and not, it's, it's going to go that way. That's how you have an ego presence in a classroom. And that's what allows the children to relax is that they can just be children. They don't have to figure out um, who's in charge. <laughs> mm. So, you know, there's, I mean, it's, it's, it's actually a, a great parallel. I mean, it's just a, a different type of an implement <laughs> when you're working with young children. Um, so, uh, you know, in that way, I, it's a, uh, it's a strange thing because, um, 
you know, I think my parents in my classroom are like, huh, this is really strange, you know, to have this teacher who, um, I mean, it's pretty obvious that, you know, I can, I can pick children up if I need to and, and you know, carry them and uh, fight <laughs> off a, a mountain lion if I have to <laughs> on, on their behalf. And I think they appreciate that quality in the end. And I, I think they're also a little bit like, huh. How can it be that you can be gentle and kind and also uh, extremely strong? It, 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 I like being a person who can be all of those things and be in the presence of children. I think it's important for the children, actually. So there's a piece of me that, you know, even if I don't feel like training, I train anyways, because I think it's important for um, the people around me to have someone in their lives that can hold both of those polarities yeah wow and well um and not just for the children in your life by the way for like me and lola and molly you're that person too yeah yeah i, I mean i recognize that you know somehow i've i've developed as an athlete to this place where um people look at me like differently <laughs> than i think they looked at me a year ago I, and um and that's fine that's great um you know, I, I appreciate the fact that I'm, you know, I'm an older athlete and I am still doing things that uh, are, are kind of awesome. <laughs> and um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm fascinated to find myself in this position. This is not at all um, something I envisioned for myself or had a plan for. I feel like I've just sort of fallen into this and worked hard and went along with an opportunity and um yeah kind of amazing when you let go of like uh, you know it was i was in this car accident and i feel like it that was the um, the catalyst for all of this because i realized after this accident all the things that you can lose so quickly and mm -hmm. it was this moment where i said okay well what haven't i done yet in case i die tomorrow you know what haven't i done yet what am i curious about myself and my capacities in in athleticism that was an area of curiosity i had i had never really committed to truly optimizing my capacities and so this has been a great year for that um and also just setting boundaries with people <laughs> like nope i'm not going to do that nope i'm not going to do that yes i'm going to do this this and this yeah you have to ruthlessly prioritize to be able to train the volume that you're doing right yeah and perform at your level yeah yeah i mean i have to set boundaries all the time with everyone around me constantly <laughs> and at this point what's amazing is that no one really even questions me <laughs> that's great that's so yeah. <laughs> That's really powerful. I feel like men struggle less with that than women. That's really yeah. a challenging area for me that I'm trying to grow in. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like to be, a, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm a mom. I'm a, in this profession that is this sort of giving profession. And, <laughs> and to basically be the person who's like, yeah, no, I'm not going to go to that meeting. Yeah, no, I'm not going to go to that function. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not going to stay up late and, and go to that, you know, whatever. No, I'm not going to do that because I have this other thing that I do every morning at 5.30. <laughs> and, um, yeah, people just relax around it. So in that way, it's just like being with the, with the children. Everyone can just relax. Cause <laughs> right, because just, you're clear. They know what to expect from me. <laughs> that is so powerful. Yeah, it is. 
it's great. It's like, it's a huge lesson I've learned. I encourage everyone to just start setting boundaries ruthlessly. And <laughs> I like it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I'm taking that one on as a, as a goal. Yeah. So Molly, can you talk a little bit about how training strong man, strong woman has changed, like how you show up in your body and kind of your relationship with your physical presence? Hmm. Yeah, well, certainly. Well, first of all, Natalie, I just love hearing this about you because I feel like I know you and yet uh, there's so much more to know about you. And I I just love it. Um, So, um, yeah, like there's something about. uh, Well, I'm in the process. I'm I'm in process. I'm always in process. So um, my body and I have had a complicated relationship for my whole life. Um, We're still kind of getting to know each other, my body and I. Um, And training strongman specifically has felt so like for the Mm -hmm. first time, so like, um, like natural congruent, like it fits um, that it's been you know, I've, one of the problems I had with CrossFit is that I wasn't getting stronger past mm-hmm. a certain point. And I've always known that I can be strong. Like I've always known like somehow that strength and, and definitely not like agility is not my for my, my forte, but strength. Um, I can be a rock mm-hmm. in that way. So it's been really cool to actually uh, with this very specific programming um, and Patrick's encouragement and our community to just be like, yeah, like actually I can put in this work and see a result. And it's like so clear to me, um, you know, I, I've just gone up a weight class. So I was competing at lightweight and now I'm going to be competing at middleweight going forward. Um, and that's a whole other thing too, to be conscientiously and consciously putting on muscle and putting on weight and like, like on purpose is like a trip, you know, given that I've been cultivated in this like culture of like diet culture and all of this stuff. And so I'm having to get in contact with my body, like since I started doing, you know, CrossFit, it's all been all about what can your body do for me. And now it's really like, wow, the sky's the limit. Like if I put in the work, my body will do some things. And if I take care of my body, then it will do some things even better. And so that's, that's really been like, I'm like, wow, we can work together. Like we can collaborate. (laughs) And what are you, what do you do when you're not training strongman? Like who are the other Mollies who show up in <laughs> other spaces? Well, I, uh, I try to be the same Molly everywhere I go. Um, but of course that's, you know, not always possible. Um, but so for work, I'm a psychotherapist and um, I'm also in a uh, doctoral program to be a certified psychoanalyst. So um, I'm a student, I'm a therapist, I'm a partner, I'm, you know, a dog lover, a gardener, I do all these things. And I just try and show up like as open hearted as possible, which is another way that strength has really helped me because now I'm not afraid in the same way I used to be. 
Um, I can certainly get in contact with my fear, but it doesn't like, I know I can meet it. You know, like for me, the Atlas stone is a perfect example of that because with the Atlas stone, I'm terrified. I'm petrified of the Atlas stone. It makes me like cold, clammy sweat, but I get there and I do the thing. And that moment of being able to do something that's so scary, it makes the rest of my life feel like, oh yeah, I can venture into the unconscious with someone. I can go into someone's trauma with them. I can withstand somebody hating me. I can accomplish, you know, getting a doctorate. I, you know, all these things, it makes me feel like, wow, if I keep showing up, I can do it. Um, Whoa. Yeah. It's got given me quite a lot of confidence. Yeah. That's incredible. I hadn't given that words, but as I hear you say that, I am, that resonates as something that is true for me too. Awesome. Yeah. That I'm less afraid. Um, Mm. But I hadn't like, I guess I hadn't seen a direct correlation between doing something that you really dread by the way when i see you do atlas stones i would never guess that you had this <laughs> feeling. i'm picturing you at beast of the bay just like throwing that stone over a million times like there's nothing <laughs> well that's a contest so everything changes when you're in a contest <laughs> yeah. yeah okay well lola now you're in the hot seat so tell me about how the way that you train is different from how you know, you've trained before. And I'd love to know, again, like, kind of what difference this training and your newfound strength has made in how you show up in your spaces. Um, let's see. I think on that for a second here. Um, well, the training, I was sort of doing my, I did a lot of cardio kickboxing and all that it was doing for me was making me thinner and Mm. I come from a place where kind of was like stamped in your brain the thinner you are the better person you are um yes it was pretty early um and so I started to lift and you know, it, it just wasn't, I wasn't seeing enough results doing it on my own. I will say that my artwork is extremely heavy and my arms started to show definition and people would ask me what I'm doing. I'm just like, just working, you know, because the pieces are so heavy because they're resin. Uh-huh. Uh, like I remember last or two summers ago, I was so pleased because I had a one rep max of a deadlift at 160. So now I'm just like, woohoo, let's just toss that thing around. <laughs> <laughs> so um, so it, it's very exciting to be lifting heavy and to just be getting and that I can't. Um, I get in this mind space where I, t- I just keep telling myself I can. And it's just a beautiful thing how that works when you actually do lift something that you're you're, you have fear around or do something you have fear around. Um, how it's sort of changed my life or how it plays out the rest of my life. I, Molly, I love so many things. And, um, Natalie, too. You know, um, Molly around the fear and Natalie around the boundaries and the priorities. Um, I, too, have, like, you know, 
put up some pretty good boundaries and I feel committed to this. So it sort of makes my life um, very more structured than it has been in the past. I mean, as an artist, my time is very flexible and I work at home. So I kind of do whatever I want. But with the gym, it's really like a focal point in my day. And, you know, it's exciting that if I feel like I, if I get nothing else done for the day, I've done something really good for myself that would will just propel me forward in all areas of my life. Um, and then uh, with fear, as Molly was saying, you know, being able to lift heavy things just makes me feel so much more capable. And I don't really roll with a lot of fear. I feel like I've addressed that in my life, but I feel like I'm much more of I can kind of person instead of um, being afraid or unsure. It's just, for me, it's what's the worst that's going to happen? Just mm -hmm. go for it. And in fact, I just uh, sent our coach a message a few days ago because, you know, having this, um, this I can attitude because of how strong I've gotten, I just, I ask a lot more often for what I want. And I feel that people, when you ask for what you want and you're clear and you're direct, there's a greater chance of getting I called this gallery director and I said, hey, how about a solo show for 2020? Because I have to plan out for the year. And she said, mm -hmm. sounds great. And I was just like, that's yes. so cool. <laughs> yeah. So that's how it's kind of, you know, did my life. Wow. That's so powerful. Again, like even if all it gave us was less fear, more ability to make boundaries and like more clarity to be able to say a direct real no, that would be such a gift. And then the fact that it makes you super duper strong and yes. is just icing on the cake. If I could just add to um, all, uh, a young child who's a girl it's been, I'm so happy that I get to be a role model for her. And she is so excited and is proud of me. And, you know, I think that she'll have an easier, or no, I don't think. I hope that her seeing me do the, doing this helps her to have an easier time when body issues come up and changes and puberty and, you know, that it's not strong let's be strong women hell yeah yeah i will say my favorite moment in kindergarten is always when i have there will be a, a gaggle of girls out you know running around and they find some gigantic stump or a big rock and you know they'll be wearing like tutus and leggings and you know they've got their hair and like sparkly <laughs> clips and blah 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 and they're like, yeah, we're going to pick up this rock. And they, they squat down <laughs> with their perfect little, you know, five-year-old squats. I mean, like beautiful four, you know. You're like, oh, my God. And they lift <laughs> that thing and they, they move it over. And then they're like, and this is the mama baby. And this is the baby baby. And, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but they're you know their form is beautiful they just pick up a rock and they might do it you know individually they might do it collaboratively but they're picking up big heavy things and they aren't even thinking about it and I that's just that moment where I'm like okay 
I'm so glad that you can do that. I'm glad that you will do that in the future. And, um, you know, I, I love being there and, you know, there's something to just being witness to that. And I'm not, I'm not talking to them about it, but I'm holding them in, mm. you know, in my thoughts and mm-hmm. witnessing something that I think is going to manifest in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm so glad that I'm Correct. a person who's not like, oh, be careful. <laughs> yeah. Don't get hurt. <laughs> They're not going to get hurt with that form. Oh, my God. I would kill for that. <laughs> well, I want to switch gears and talk a little bit about um, how you eat and fuel for performance and then any, like, gear that you love or like websites that you found that are super helpful like what are kind of your tips and tricks that help you be superhero goddesses in the gym (laughs) a lot of food (laughs) (laughs) and a lot of sleep (laughs) how many hours a night do you sleep natalie uh i aim for eight okay yeah i go to bed at 7 30 and i wake up at 3 30 Whoa. (laughs) That's, that's the ideal. And I hit that usually. That's awesome. Yeah. And I use a sleeping hat. So I sleep well. (laughs) What's a sleeping hat? I didn't know that was a thing. (laughs) It is for me. It's like, it's kind of like a lightweight cotton, uh, like ski hat, you know, or a beanie, but it goes all the way over my eyes. It's so sexy. I can't even tell you. (laughs) That sounds really hot. It's just like, uh, you you have a parrot and you have to put the lid on the parrot so they go to sleep. It's just like that. It's like, I'm I'm completely out. It's like there's a little compression on my head. There's no light. It's perfect. Yeah. My sleeping hat is so important to me. Wow. (laughs) I had no idea. How about you, Molly? Uh, Let's see. Well, I eat uh, a lot of protein and I eat a lot of meals. Um, My work is such that I don't always get... uh, you know, I have to eat stuff kind of on the go sometimes. Um, but um, basically, I just at this point, I eat what I like, just making sure to get enough protein. Um, and, you know, it's, uh, I just kind of go based on feel, um, which is pretty liberating. Um, and sleep is, uh, you know, uh, I, I do my best. I don't get home from work until like eight something so um I you know then I work out at at like seven so I'm I'm trying to like figure that out kind of every night yeah um and my favorite sleep aid (laughs) is earplugs Uh (laughs) that's my favorite (laughs) those are sexy too (laughs) and when you combine them with a sleep Yeah. And also taking a bath with Epsom salt before bed is like the best. So good. Yeah. We'll have to try that. Yeah. I want to get do that more regularly. Okay, how about you, Lula? Um, I am still trying to figure out um my eating. I've been do- can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Um I've been doing keto 
um, I think since February. And so my main um, goal is to get in the grams of protein. And um, I'm doing a pretty good job at, at it, but I'm not going to build the muscle I want to build. No one laugh at eating like around 1500 calories a day. So I'm a work in progress there. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm trying and I'm trying. I don't weigh myself. I, uh, you know, I just go with how I feel. And I have committed now to just giving this keto about two more months. And then if I don't see some gains that I want, I'm going to have to reevaluate my my diet but it's really it's nice i am not um i'm not as afraid of food as i used to be it's now i see it more fuel rather than anything and unfortunately my sleep is um not um as uh comforting and um helpful as i as I am going to be approaching 50, I am going through some, you know, perimenopause. So there's waking in the middle of the night or not being able to sleep or, you know, I try to get in bed at 830. I'll read for a bit and I could be up anywhere, you know, for the rest of the 445. But this is also with waking up in the middle of the night or I'm pretty much up at 6 a.m. every day. But it's not. There's, there's no consistency in the hours that I get to sleep. I'm waking up a lot for just hormonal, because of hormonal issues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you guys all get enough protein in? I'm struggling with getting, getting enough. I eat mm. dinner for breakfast. Same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't do that, but that's, that's what they recommend, like, with some of the, you know, uh, muscle building sort of uh, eating plans to like mm-hmm. just consider it your meal one or whatever and mm-hmm. not like breakfast mm-hmm. but um, I tend to have like uh, egg whites and turkey bacon and like make like tacos and stuff in the morning and so like that's a lot of protein if you just yeah and then I just eat I just eat just eat a lot just eat like casein and stuff you know can help mm-hmm. um that can up your protein intake, but yeah, I just, uh, I'm always hungry. <laughs> so I don't, I don't, uh, I like meat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so one of my favorite things about Strongman is all the accessories. <laughs> so I want to know what, what's your favorite accessory? Natalie or... has the best one. <laughs> she does. She totally I does. do? What's my best yeah. accessory? <laughs> I mean, I copy all your accessories, so I also have my the arm? best one. Uh, I got the things oh, you get. I love yeah. those. <laughs> okay, yeah. so talk about those. Like, what are they? Um, well, these are, they're leather. They're like a, a tan saddle leather. They're really pretty. Uh, they're victory arm sleeves for stonework. Um, and they just allow you to continue to train stones past when your skin would be like so abraded and bruised that you wouldn't be able to train anymore. So they're just leather, like they look like, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm not a superhero person, but you know, like Wonder Woman, Shira, I don't know, someone really <laughs> awesome and badass. Um, and they're leather. <laughs> I love them so much. And they smell so good and leathery. They do. And they, they really do. Yeah. 
yeah, that's my favorite. Um, <laughs> just, you know, that sheer indulgence. Like every time I put them on and strap those suckers on, I just feel <laughs> like I demolish something. <laughs> and that's really fun. <laughs> that's the right attitude. <laughs> They look yeah. so badass. Like, they really they look so badass. Like the day, the first day I saw Natalie's, I like went online and just bought. Oh my god! So I have, I also have like a bunch of high heels that I just sort of keep in my closet. So sometimes I clomp around my house in my high heels, <laughs> and sometimes I stomp around the house with my armbands on. <laughs> with the heels, right? I hope they're, they're going together. I can't really and, the two of them together. And the but... sleeve. <laughs> individually they sort of suit different moods that I might be having I feel like maybe they need to meet in a look I don't know what might happen crazy things could happen I I really want this to happen okay how about you Lola what what strong man accessories do you like well I actually think it's really fun because I never thought I'd be that person buying these accessories so I don't have a lot but thank you Molly I have my um mm. shirt for stones and yoke your grip shirt and my grip shirt yes and uh it took me four times to get the correct belt which I'm very happy with but I really love my my wrist straps mm. um yeah. I don't feel comfortable in the figure eights I like the wrist straps so those make me happy but I think I'm gonna have to add these leather (laughs) they're super hot they're kind of like a kinky like BDSM Nicolas Cage and Moonstruck situation (laughs) you look like you're ready to like weld something (laughs) (laughs) okay and how about you Molly what accessories um well it's funny I was thinking about making some uh stone sleeves out of uh, an old sock and duct tape. Um, no, that's, Molly, that's no. Kind of, <laughs> that's what I like. I kind of like it. You know, and that's kind of more my, my style when it comes to accessories. I have these. Uh, so my favorite, like I won't, I, I will leave home without it if I have to, but um, like if I'm traveling, but if, I, if I'm going to an event or whatever, the stuff I use every day um, are my lifters and my knee sleeves. Okay. And um my lifters I got for like 40 bucks from a friend who got the wrong size and I got them like six years ago. So, you know, and then my knee sleeves are like, you know, I don't know what amount of vinegar will help eradicate that terrible (laughs) smell, but (laughs) I have not found the correct amount. So (laughs) that's, that's kind of, you know, those are my go-to. And then, um, I have these uh, wrist wraps that are, they're not straps, they're, they're very thick wraps for uh, pressing and log events. Um, yeah, so the, that's kind of my, you know, I go beltless as much as I can, um, and, but I like my belt, but, you know, I, I, I would have to say my lifters and my knee sleeves are kind of like the, the foundational elements. Awesome. What about you, Erin? Yeah. Um, I I love my Natalie leather uh, yeah. sleeves. <laughs> that's really it. And then um, I have to say my hair. Like yes, because yes. I, and somebody I think it was Coach Patrick actually. Somebody else has this thing. I have this thing like when I'm you know when I'm pretty serious. I'm like I came to train. 
there's like the messy bun situation but when it's time to like throw down motherfucking pr like the hair needs to come out and it needs to get shaken out like the tearing off the motorcycle helmet like slow-mo shake wow that's when like the magic is gonna happen so now we know yeah yeah that's so interesting. Okay. That would make me so crazy to have that much hair flying around. Like, <laughs> I mean, I would rather just shave my head. It, 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 it would no, that's nuts. where there's magic in there. Wow. That's where I get the magic. Okay. But the miracle happens. What? Yeah, I can't shake it out all the time because I might diffuse my power, but I save it <laughs> for when I really need it. My power is in my voice. That's where my nice. power is. Yes. <laughs> yes. Natalie, that is your primo accessory it right is, there. Actually. That is. That is. Okay. And for an- anybody who has not had the joy of seeing Natalie lift, what we mean when we say her voice is that she has her signature war cry when she lifts. Which is not anything I can control. Okay. <laughs> it just comes out. <laughs> so cool. <laughs> so my last question for all of you guys is we have the best crew at Grassroots, the Strongman, Strong Woman program. Um and Hopefully we're going to be adding more people into it as the sport catches on and gets traction. But um, for somebody who's a novice or who's never tried it, like I've heard from so many people at our gym and elsewhere, like that looks really fun. You guys are awesome. Like I'd love to be doing what Molly's doing or what Natalie's doing, what Lola's doing, but like, it looks really intimidating. What would you say um, to somebody who's just like strong, curious, but (laughs) hasn't actually walked in Mm -hmm. And is afraid to pick something up. Mm-hmm. And hang out with us because we maybe are intimidating. Yeah. Well, you know, like when I started doing strongman, I, you know, I would just, I just, ah. I was curious and I showed up, and it was this group of like incredibly sweet. At that time, it was, and it was mostly men. They were just incredibly sweet and kind of quirky. <laughs> so nice. And they figured out a way, you know, like they were able to explain things. And if, you know, for me, it's all the gear. I'm like, I don't understand how to set it up. I don't understand how to, you know, I'll pick it up. You just set it up for me. I'm that kind of person. And they just sort of, you know, created a situation where I could, I could begin. Um, And so, you know, in our gym in particular, I feel like, like whatever it is you can do, just bring yourself and and this particular group will will find a way to get you started and you're if you want to get stronger and you're like avoiding doing strongman until you're stronger (laughs) (laughs) no strongman will make you stronger this is the vehicle Mm -hmm. uh, to getting stronger like you have to do the do and uh, and it's just so much fun it is so much fun like allow yourself to just have fun Do you like what we're doing in the Valkyrie Garage? Help us spread the word. Give us a five-star rating, take a screenshot, and post it on the gram. Tag us at Valkyrie Garage so we can say hi. Stay strong!